Welcome back, all you creators, to the Do What You Love show. My name's Steve Jazz, and tonight's special guest, DJ, producer, audio engineer, sound designer, with over 10 years' experience in the electronic music scene. He has released music on labels such as Ministry of Sound, One Love, Sweated Out, and Vicious Recordings. His music has reached the heights of the Aria Club and Dance Top 10, as well as Beatport number one placings on the House Chart and Pulse Chart, and is best known as one half of the successful disco house duo Yasumo. His music has been played all around Australia and the world on Nova, The Fox, Triple J and BBC Radio 1 in the UK. He has remixed artists such as Guy Sebastian, Alpine, Arthur Baker and Savage. He has held residencies in Australia's premier venues, Electric Circus, World Bar, Billboards, 161, Revolver and Mint Lounge. His music has been supported by the likes of A-Track, Treasure Fingers, Anna Leno, The Aston Shuffle and many more. Welcome to the Do What You Love show, the place where musicians, artists and entrepreneurs share their inspiring stories and advice on how to succeed in the music business. Every week you'll receive new insights and tips on how to grow your following, get more gigs and make a living in today's rapidly changing music industry. Thanks for tuning in with us. Now, let's begin the show and do what we love. Today in the studio, I'm pretty excited. We have someone who I've been working with very closely over the last few years. His name is Simon Salerno, and he is one of um, our mentors here at USM, and he's going to be sharing with you some of his story, uh, some tips, and some of the projects that he's currently working on, including the up-and-coming song, uh, Sonic Presence competition number two. So welcome to the studio, Simon. Thanks for having me, Steve. Tell us about your personal life, what's going on currently in your life, and, and you know, give us a bit of a glimpse into what's happening so we get to know you. Great. So, first and foremost, a majority of people may know me from a duo called Yusumo. Uh, we've had a great amount of success over the last 10 years, and that allowed me and gave me a platform to share my music and share my sound. And... That has brought me great joy and pleasure and also brought many fruits from, you know, those hard years of work, which being, you know, opportunities to remix artists like Guy Sebastian, Savage, uh, you know, many more, Arthur Baker, and also a lot of ARIA charting, so top 30 remixes and singles in the ARIA club and dance chart, also Beatport top 10s. And a lot of other cool stuff, so touring around the country, playing at all the prominent venues around Melbourne, working alongside some very talented artists. And probably the most rewarding thing, obviously, is being able to share all that experience and all that knowledge uh, with our members and with others, which has been, you know, quite a gratifying experience for myself. Uh, At the moment, what I'm working on is obviously a side project actually called I Like the Disco, which is kind of a spin-off on some of the Yasumo stuff that allows me to go out and tour and gig uh, on my own rather than in a duo. But other than that, just mentoring at USM, giving our members 
really, really great opportunities that they won't find anywhere else. I find that the problem with the dance music scene, especially when I was coming up, was there was a lot of secrecism or a lot of secrets going on where I would ask artists that I really look up, looked up to, you know, how did you go about it? You ask those why questions. How did, I, how did you get the gig? Where did you start? What type of stuff are you doing that I'm not doing? Mm. And it was often met with, oh, you know, I just come to the club and, yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> just a lot of yeah. – and, and you kind of – it was it was a little bit disappointing as well because you kind of lose – a, li- a little bit of respect or a li- I'm like, wow, I really looked up to that guy. He was such a mm. nice, you know, he gives this uh, portrayal of being a super nice, outgoing guy. And it's, and then there's a lot of just hold, held his cards close to his chest or these artists, I should say. Yeah. And I'm really try- here trying to break that barrier. I want to be the guy that you come to with open arms and you have a question, I'm going to have an answer because I know what it's like. I was that guy asking all those why questions. People that ask why are always going to, gain great knowledge and are really destined for, for great things. So that's definitely, you know, my why is, is you know, providing that engaging musical experience uh, with, you know, key values of mine, which is like love, wisdom and just openness. I want it to be transparent and I really want to give artists a platform to, you know, present their sound and get gigs from, which which I have been doing, as we'll probably talk about later, with a lot of our, our members and winners of the great Sonic Presence, inaugural Sonic Presence DJ competition, which yeah. we we held. Yeah, so so tell us about this uh, Sonic Presence DJ competition, which, um, you know, was a great success. Um, we had a couple of winners. Uh, we had a joint uh, first place yep. uh, with Leon and Mikhail. So... You know that's pretty exciting, but tell, take us, walk us through the process. What happens? Tell us about the transformation. You know, and this different series of um, the audition rounds, the feedback, the showcases, and then you know maybe tell us about what where some of those participants started and where they are now. Definitely, it's been a great pleasure of mine to see these artists grow, and they are artists. Uh, they came to us as artists, and and to me, they are definitely. Definitely artists. We're here at Universal School of Music, obviously, to to breed and mentor and guide our artists. So, the pretty much we have, you know, applications. They came in over three to four rounds. There were various rounds held where we had some great judges as well. Just to say, you know, Beth Grace, uh, such a good friend, such a wealth of knowledge, such an open person, really lives the values that I live. Uh, Anthony Masali, aka Anthem. We had Lesware as well, and these people have all been there and done that. Great friends of mine, and they were there to overlook and judge the artists. They were based or judged on a criteria of beat matching, mixing genres, also any special tricks or use of the console as well. I think improvisation and was one improvisation, of them as well. and then in later rounds as well, it was crowd participation. Yeah, as well because that's very important. We mm. know when you get a gig, you're, you know, you, sometimes you have to do things you probably don't want to do, which is you know bring a a, a great deal of, of friends along. But it, it is where we're preparing these artists for the real world, which is extremely important because I definitely don't want to be giving great knowledge, opportunity, and tools to actually tackle the world outside of, you know, a DJ competition, which is what a lot of other guys do. There's a lot of DJ comps around Melbourne and around Australia that, 
they'll give you a little certificate and they'll push you out and that's it and then you won't be heard of anymore. So I really want to be there as a mentor and provide that support and provide that ongoing mentoring for them. Yeah. And so one of the ways that I guess just for the listeners out there that you provide that mentoring is, you know, via online, via, you know, catch-ups, um, you know, in the studio, um, through some kind of, you know, uh, platform on, on, you know, through a messenger or app, some kind of app. So, you know, is this, you, do you find in your experience, is, is this what they are lacking? Is this what the industry is lacking is that ongoing regular support uh, or is it something that, you know, you feel that they need to take on as a course as opposed to, you know, this mentoring approach where they commit to a course and then, you know, they get their certificate and then at least that, that way they, they've achieved um, the knowledge and skill. Because I think for a lot of musicians out there, you know, there's a delineation between musicians and DJs. DJs are not, in my opinion, the ones that seek courses and education as much as what the musicians do. But are you, are you, how, how, what, in your opinion, how are you finding that bridge and how much do, do musicians or DJs and electronic music producers need to find that value in learning? Tell me about, a bit about that in your personal experience. Yeah. So I guess with the platforms like YouTube, like Instagram, people – Often, especially DJs in particular and electronic music artists, they search and they look for that quick fix and they think that by click of a button, they're going to be all perfect, they're going to be great, but there is a lot of skill, which is why they are judged on certain criteria into DJing. You know, there is odd time signatures, there's tempo, there's feel, there's key, there's all different tonalities, there's a whole heap of things that goes into DJing that it's often overlooked. Mm. Uh, I, I really want to bring that to the forefront and, and give them those tools so they can be better than everyone else that is already out in the industry. Yeah, yeah, and I guess it's kind of an invisible, invisible thing. You know, you go into a club, it's where you see your DJ especially, right? Yep. You're in this environment, you have a couple of drinks, by then it's all hazy, but you're sensing this on a you know, subconscious level, the, the, the vibes are there, you're feeling good. I guess what they don't realize in that mindset is that there's a lot of crafting and work that's been put into the mix definitely in providing that atmosphere which is um, often overlooked because all they see is you know a dj behind the yeah. desk pushing buttons but yeah. it's not just yeah pushing i think buttons. it's a giant ipod but there's a lot of pro <laughs> programming that yeah. goes into it you can dictate the way someone's night goes i think that's very important that's a great uh, responsibility bestowed upon someone's shoulders yeah. they should take it very seriously absolutely um that's fantastic so Let's get back to your personal story a little bit, you know, and tell us uh, a little bit more about, um, you know, what you, uh, what most excites you, Simon, in terms of, you know, getting artists these opportunities. And, you know, if you're going to work with an artist, like describe the ideal artist, t t walk me through the ideal person and that transformation and perhaps maybe use examples of some of your current clients. Yeah. So I guess to just give you a snapshot of my story without going into, you know, grave detail is obviously I grew up in a very musical family. My father is a multi-instrumentalist. My brother's a drummer. My mum was also involved in a lot of live entertainment. And uh, I kind of was born into a family with that expectation that I already had to know an instrument. And I was often always greeted by family friends and onlookers 
with the question of, oh, hi, Simon, so what instrument do you play? And that put a bit of pressure on me, I guess, from a young age, uh, trying to always feel like I had to be at the level of, for myself, two of the greatest musicians I've ever known, which is my father and my brother. Uh, and it was it was a lot of a lot of pressure and it kind of took a lot of time for me to, to find my feet and find what I really liked and also I felt like I had to set myself apart from what they were doing mm-hmm. which was what was so appealing about electronic music and DJing so obviously when I turned 18 I was exposed to this whole new sonic experience obviously I grew up listening to a lot of jazz and fusion music, uh, a lot of artists like uh, Chick Career Electric Band and George Benson and a whole heap of really cool things that really, uh, for my musical palette, was great for me. But when I listen to this this house music and this feeling and this really why I called the, it Sonic Presence, the competition, because that's what got me from the word dot was the sonic presence of house music. The first time I walked into a knock, I'm like, wow, I have to be a part of this. That guy up there... I am going to be on that stage, which little did I know, I was already manifesting a vision and, you know, you get, gathering a why and really making this vision uh, my reality, which it, which it has become and now I've enjoyed it for 10 years. But that's definitely... Wow, yeah. that's pretty cool. So let's talk about what are some of the most powerful breakthroughs that you've had or turning points that led you to this position. You know, you talk, you mentioned that you were approaching DJs and you, you found that they were a bit secretive, they were withholding this information. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the first thing I'd like to bring up is obviously just giving yourself permission, which is what we, we talk about. I Often a lot of people go, oh, I can't be a DJ. I can't be a runner. I'm not fast. I can't do swimming because my arms aren't strong and the thing for me was hey I grew up in a a great musical family I have the tools I can do what that person is doing but the only difference is I can do it better mm-hmm. so it was it was definitely a confidence thing I I knew going into it that I had something really great to offer so I I would say find what's great about you play to your strengths and Definitely use that as a driver. Trust the process. I knew it wasn't going to be easy and it wasn't going to be short. I had to, how can I word it? I had to really come to the the realisation that it wasn't going to happen overnight. And when you come to that realisation, that, that is also bestows great power because you just have to trust the process, enjoy all those little victories, celebrate those little victories and then go out and just show the world what you're capable of. The way I did that was just networking. So going out to my favourite venues, seeing what my favourite DJs were playing and seeing how I can put my own spin on that, then start talking to people. Without being too invasive, that would be a thing too because I even find when people come and talk to me, if they're too forward and they wanted to get something out of the relationship straight away, uh, it's it's very difficult to connect with them. I think just, just make a connection be friendly, be yourself, and know that you are worth it and you have great power in in your ability. That would be great sound advice for, for anyone. And that's what I used to, to break through in this industry, just form those great true relationships. So you, I guess the relationships is, is the game that we're really working with. You yeah. know, this is – people talk about the music industry, the DJ scene – Whatever industry, you know, in, in my personal experience, you know, in eight, almost nine years now of being an entrepreneur and, you know, building a business from start to, um, to you know, a, a, a company that, you know, brings in over 
half a million dollars a year, it's been a massive learning journey for me to understand that this is a game of relationships and the better you can manage those relationships with people um, and the more you can add value and, and seek value in, in turn and that rec- the reciprocity that happens, then the more that that environment supports you and your cause. But the first step, I guess, was what you're talking about was you came to this realization that you had this long-term perspective. You, you, you came to the acceptance that this wasn't going to be like a short-term gratification thing and that you were going to be you know jumping on the stage within a few months, which is kind of your quick fix, which is what people are saying looking for yeah. out there. So bring, having that understanding that this is a long-term plan, it's a long-term gain, um, but you know, through a series of building relationships was the key to getting you where you are today. Yeah. And it was that discipline and that, that focus that got you there. Um, would you say that that's – have I summed that up? Definitely. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. That's awesome. Um, so thanks so much, Simon. I really appreciate all this advice and wisdom that you're sharing with uh, all these electronic music producers and future DJs out there listening. Um, obviously, you've got the Sonic Presence DJ competition starting again. In the next couple of months, that's right. Um, for you know, 2018, it's very exciting. Uh, auditions will be um, starting very soon, and people can apply via the website. Um, and the other thing is, before we go, we just want to sum up. The last question is: What's the one piece of advice that you wish to share with musicians or artists who, um, I guess, we're you know that 20 to 25 year old. Um, journey and they're out there they they just discovered music or they've been DJing for a little while but they're looking for those key pieces of wisdom to know that you know that's what's going to take them all the way to the success that you've had and beyond what is that one piece of wisdom if you can sum that up into one sentence yep that is something that I touched on just a little earlier which is trust the process and give yourself a reason to get up every morning having that one fundamental thing to get up is is really going to make you enjoy life a lot better and get you to your goals even a bit quicker. So, you know, if having that excitement in your belly of getting up in the morning and picking up your guitar for the first time in the morning and not want to do anything else, just think about that all the time. And and it's going to bring you back always every morning to why you are here and why you're doing what you're doing. Just be in that moment think and feel of all the joy that you feel when you play your instrument and know that it is very, very possible and certain that that can be your career and and a great uh, wealth of enjoyment and a great stream of income for you. So just, you know, uh, have a purpose to get up in the morning, trust the process, it's going to happen. That's awesome advice, Simon. Thanks so much for coming into the studio. Looking forward to seeing the results and transformations of uh, all the... Um, DJs and participants for Sonic Presence 2 and yeah we'll see you soon Bam thank you so much so there you have it all you creators all you DJs and electronic music producers who are aspiring to get their foot in the industry this is your chance the Sonic Presence DJ competition number 2 is well underway auditions are now open Uh, you can jump on the website have a link uh, on the show notes and jump online for your chance to register and launch your professional career some of the prizes include a special guest mix and exclusive interview on KISS FM 
Um, there's professional mentoring, recording labels, single release, and a chance to work with our team and launch your professional career, uh, and also some uh, DJ sets at some of Melbourne's hottest nightclubs. So jump online, universalschoolofmusic.com.au, look for Sonic Presence DJ Competition and fill in your details for your chance to audition today. Until then, guys, peace out, do what you love, and remember, hold the vision, trust the process. Speak soon.